The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Sonic Web Studios specializes in custom web design, app development, social networking, search engine optimization, domain registration, email marketing, online stores, and more. Since our birth, we have been designing and developing immaculate websites and providing web solutions which are a cut above the rest. As a leading web designing enterprise, we have a team of extremely talented web designers Designers who are well-focused and have the experience of working on multiple web-developing platforms such as PHP, Magento, Custom WordPress, and more. Sonic Web Studios has been helping businesses of all kinds, whether big, small, established, or startup, impress their audiences with exemplary web solutions. We don't just create beautiful and functional websites. We give you a complete online solution with the main goal of enhancing your yearly revenues. We aim to give your business the online exposure and brand acknowledgement that will help you in achieving and increased conversions leading to profitable sales. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, it's Mike from The Mike Wagner Show. It's time to give a shout out to our official sponsor of The Mike Wagner Show, international award-winning author, Mian Mosin Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, then you'll love Missing by Mian Mosin Zia. Available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries with two strangers and one target where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available in paperback and ebook on Amazon. Missing by Mian Mosin Zia has garnered great reviews and is even loved by Hollywood celebrities including Joanna Cassidy, Forbes Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today. Order Missing by Mian Mosin Zia. Now available at Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, iTunes, Anchor FM, Radio Public and themikewagnershow.com. Mike brings you great guests and interesting people from all across the globe. So sit back, relax and enjoy another great episode of the Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show. Powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking at a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, it's time to give a shout-out to official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international war-winning author Mian Mosin Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mian Mosin Zia. Available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, and one target. Where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on paperback and ebook on Amazon. Missing by Mian Mosin Zia has garnered great reviews and even loved by Hollywood celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forbes Riley, and many others so grab your copy today before it goes missing by me and most and Zia, available on amazon 
Also, The Mike Widener Show can be heard on themikewidenershow.com. You can check our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Show. You can download and listen at Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, and Apple. Coming soon to Podbean, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and TuneIn. Heard worldwide on Geo7, Radio Public, Himalaya, and more. Take The Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to The Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. And follow The Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And support The Mike Widener Show through PayPal at paypal.com slash Mike Widener voiceover. And also on Anchor FM slash support. And also check out the uh, Mike Widener merchandise store at amazon.com slash The Mike Widener Show. And our sponsor, Mia Motion Zia. For some great gift ideas and more, go to amazon.com slash Mia Motion Zia. We're here with... Um, the author of a wonderful book uh, talking about, um, get, you know, growing up in a middle-class neighborhood, this wonderful gentleman grew up in a in California, you know, typical time, eating t- TV dinners, wearing hand-me-downs, and um, going out to dinner was a luxury, and, of course, um, meeting his beautiful wife at work, and, um, and of course, talks about uh, race where he's white and she's Hispanic, and um, also, um, you know, this book details as well, too, about uh, dealing um, with an epidemic that has been going on in this country and, um, you know, here to address and, um, you know, basically just talk about uh, what's going on, which is uncorrected, a good man's struggle against political correctness running amok. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful, sunny California, ladies and gentlemen, the author of Uncorrected, A Good Man's Struggle Against Political Correctness Running Amok, the very, very talented Justin Ist. Justin, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Mike. Well, it's great to have you on board as well, too. So you grew up in California in a suburban middle-class neighborhood, and you received your bachelor's degree. You met your wonderful wife at work, and uh, you have a diverse family. And, um, you know, this also has led up to um, something that uh, we're currently dealing today with uh, prejudice and racism. And uh, the book that you have, Uncorrected, A Good Man's Struggle Against Political Correctness Running Muck, intended to um, make... Uh, Growing allegations of population to dark ideology in 1920s pre-Nazi Germany and a little bit of satire. And before getting to all that, tell us how you first got started, Justin. Well, I uh, started writing this uh, a few years ago, and um, you know, some of the first ideas I I watched a movie years ago, um, and uh, it was uh, it was about political correctness that uh, was was going a little bit out of control and the, the whole movie was about that it was called PCU PCU and, yeah PCU it had uh, some big stars like uh, Jeremy Piven and David Spade and uh, John Favreau from the Iron Man movies and the, the Avenger movies um, and uh, that film talking about how political correctness was just out of control uh, was made in 1994. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this this topic has actually been around for a long time. Now, you could imagine uh, what those guys would say today, mm-hmm. um, comparing, you know, comparing the two from, from 1994 to today. Actually, when I started writing the book a few years ago, um, in the last six months, I would say I've doubled the thickness of the book. I mean, oh, there's wow. just so much, you know, uh, just so much has happened just uh, over the summer and so on with the with the protests and so on. It just gave a tremendous amount of of uh, material for the book. Mm-hmm. And, and do you think with the um, 
with the protest, do you think that has uh, really amplified the meaning of the book, um, you know, political correctness running amok? Or has this been going on maybe since, like, you know, going back to the 60s, which um, we, we got, um, you know, learned that 1966 was more like a year of hate or maybe even before that. You know, say 1901 was like the burning of, um, of what was it, Tulsa with, with the black population. Right. And, you know, it's it's very important. I w- of course, I want people to understand that I'm not talking about political correctness as far as, uh, you know, everyone, of course, should be uh, as decent to each other as possible and, and respectful because that's that's a key. Right. We should all be respectful of each other. And, uh, you know, no matter what someone's uh, background is, uh, but the how far the pendulum has swung has really um, become an issue that is that is affecting everybody uh, in in California there was a law uh, that got pretty close to being passed you might know I can't remember if it's proposition 15 or 16 um, that basically said and it literally said in the uh, in the the words itself, that based on the color of someone's skin, that you can now discriminate against people based on the color of their skin. Really? And 43 percent of uh, approximately that amount of Californians uh, voted yes. Now, the reasoning behind it, of course, was for past discriminatory practices and so on and you know might be for college admissions or might be different things like that but it literally said that in the language um, that you that it, it took away the prohibition of uh, you know basically taking away the ability of someone to uh, you know based on the color of their skin so um, it's it's really become an issue, you know, now that we're seeing things like the 1619 Project and other critical race theory um, concepts that are going into our our schools and um, starting, you know, with the children. So it's it's something that we should all think about. And the idea of the book is not this is you know, these people, this is good, this is bad, anything like that. It's, we should be able to talk about these topics. We should be able to have an open, honest discussion about, uh, you know, whether it's race or gender equality and, and so on. And what seems to be happening today is, and particularly with uh, the prevalence of the woke ideology, there is less opportunity for discussion. The political correctness shuts it down and it says, nope, if you don't believe these certain things, if you don't follow this specific dogma, then you are a bad person, you are canceled, and so on. And that that's the issue that, uh, that gave me the impetus to write the book. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, too, it also ties in as well, too, to um, what happened in pre-Nazi Germany as well, too, with the um, the dark ideology. Do you think uh, we're getting close to that, 
or is it we're coming out of it, or is it just a bad or or a milder stuff? Well, there are parallels. So, the the book is about a young filmmaker named Steve, who uh, does a satirical comedy on uh, society in pre-Nazi Germany in 1920s Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, these days you can't talk about a serious subject um, and and make light of it. We've seen comedians like Bill Burr and Bill Maher and others get into trouble. Uh, you know, for <laughs> I don't even understand the uh, the rationale behind it. It might be you know showing the proper reverence and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you know, again, we want to be as respectful to people as possible and you know mindful people's feelings but there is a balance of how far that that pendulum should go and when it gets to the point where in america we are talking about limiting uh free speech when we're talking about uh you know canceling someone's livelihood uh people losing their jobs for not simply not towing a certain line, then there are parallels to 1920s Germany that uh, obviously not quite as bad, but uh, you you see some parallels of this, uh, you know, overarching conformity to a certain dogma that is that is dark and divisive and potentially very destructive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you think about um, what we're going through as well, too. Do you think the situation in America is just as bad or not as bad or worse compared to all other countries who are experiencing the same thing? Well, America has always been, you know, I've, I've traveled quite a bit throughout the world. And America has always been the melting pot. Mm-hmm. And that's because we have all these wonderful people from all over the world they come here all different you know backgrounds and ethnicities and everyone brings their talents but they do melt into the society and I think where we've started to lose a little bit of our focus as a nation is we started to say well no instead of melting into the pot we want to stand alone and be, you know, we are this group, we are that group, we're this other subgroup, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that type of mentality you see in, uh, sometimes you even see that in Europe, you, you see that a lot in different parts of the world where it's, you know, the, the term of kind of tribalism in a sense of, of people and America up in, you know, I would say up until 10 years ago, uh, you know, people were people. We, we coalesced around a shared culture. And, uh, and when I say culture, I mean one that, you know, baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie, and, uh, and good people from all backgrounds believing in the same type of, uh, you know, American spirit, the American American entrepreneurialism, mm-hmm. and it seems like we're steering more and more 
away from that. And my question to people is, is it better? Are we going in the right direction? Um, are we getting closer as a society because of this woke ideology, or is it dividing us farther apart? Mm-hmm. And what do you think? And what do you think is driving this thing? It used to be where uh, people are willing to learn cultures, and people are um, now suddenly backing away. What what could be like the main cause of it? Could it be fear? Could it be like somebody's trying to transform? Or you know, what is like the one source that's really driving this? Like um, you know, pulling people apart. Well, I think there's a mix. There there are a lot of good people uh, who want to help others uh, and most it's it's a bit taking advantage of uh, America's very good heart mm-hmm. uh, and you know most of us are are good decent people who want to help others where we can um, but it seems like we are uh, there are people some of the the leaders of some of these groups who are utilizing that to push certain political agendas. Um, And, you know, you could see how it's not just let's, let's talk about problem issues such as, you know, let's say it's the uh, Confederate flag or something like that. Let's maybe not have that. Let's put, take that down and let's put it in a museum and and talk about it. And so people say this, you know, this is the history behind it, and this is why, you know, it was extremely offensive to a lot of people and and so on. Uh, and, but now we are. It seems like we are trying to tear down all forms of history of going where where the Confederate flag was something extremely divisive and is extremely understandable that people want to take that down. Okay, great. Um, I think, you know, probably, you know, 80, 90% of us would would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But going to the extremes of now, Martin Luther King's uh, statue has been defaced. Uh, schools in San Francisco are changing the name of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln schools. It's, it's amazing. So it's, you know, it's part of that kind of tear down the history and then we can build, build our, well, lack of another term, our utopia, um, you know, from the ashes. And, to me, let's let's all take a step back. Let's find a way to talk to each other again, instead of talking over each other and not listening or hearing. Let's start to have the conversations again. But again, when uh, you know people are put in the position of if you even talk about this, you can be in trouble financially or socially or whatever it is Mm -hmm. for having a discussion that's a very dangerous trend Mm -hmm. and do you think social media is um you know causing people to um come together or divide together 
I think it's been extremely divisive. I, I think it's been one of the worst uh, <laughs> uh, inventions, I, I, and, and there's so much potential behind it. it, it there's so much. It's such a wonderful opportunity to get in touch with people and to share ideas, um, but. It's, it's nearly impossible to talk about sensitive or complex subjects over 120 character or whatever the number is. Uh, <laughs> I, I, know, I, lost count, I lost count after a while. It's like, I can't remember what's on a typewriter. So, <laughs> Right, right. So, you know, I mean, how can these, these kind of conversations are really that, you know, backdoor barbecue type of discussion and, you know, one one on one, social media has just made uh, made these things spread. And on tied to that, you know, before there used to be a uh, kind of a common sense barrier. Mm-hmm. So, for people to have crazy ideas and for them to get out into the mainstream, media was very limited. Now with particularly with social media, a crazy theory can go and spread all across the country. We've seen that with the, you know, the QAnon folks, and we've seen that with other groups where uh, the most absurd concepts can be accepted. Um, and there's no, there isn't that common sense meter, I call it, <laughs> to, to filter out the garbage. Common sense of meter. I like that. I think we can start inventing it and selling it on Amazon, and hopefully Jeff Bezos doesn't get a hold of it and and make him the ultimate trillionaire he's been going after. So we have to be careful with that. <laughs> Common sense of meter. Right, exactly. I think he's got enough. <laughs> I, I think so, too. We'll talk more about the book, Uncorrected, A Good Man's Struggle Against Political Correctness, Run Amuck, and more. But first, listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give a shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international award-winning author Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, and one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available in paperback and ebook on Amazon. Missing by Mia Mosenzia has garnered great reviews and even loved by Hollywood celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Rally, and many others. So grab your copy today before it goes missing by me and Mosin Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, the Mike Widener Show can be heard on themikewidenershow.com. You can check our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themikewidenershow. You can download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, and Apple. Coming soon to Podbeam, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and TuneIn. Heard worldwide on Geo7, Radio Public, Himalaya, and more. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. And follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. We're here with author Justin Issof, Uncorrected, A Good Man's Struggle Against Political Correctness, Run Amok on the Mike Wagner Show, growing up in a 
suburban California middle class um, neighborhood. And, um, you know, just a couple of things before we uh, talk more about the book. Um, growing up in a suburban middle class upbringing, um, what was it like for you, you know, say, compared if you're trying to uh, do the same thing today? Yeah, I think the, the experience is a little bit uh, different today. Um, and, you know, part of the idea of the uh, woke ideology is that certain people based on the color of their skin are uh, essentially their achievements are not their own. They're, uh, you know, privileged uh, based on the color of their skin. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, most of us growing up, uh, you know, in middle class neighborhood, you know, we were, uh, you know, ate, ate out to dinner once a year. Uh, all the clothes we wore were uh, hand-me-downs and, and so on. Um, but one part of the, the, the other side of the coin that I got was um, I have a lot of family members who are black. Um, so I grew up in uh, an environment where, uh, you know, I got to see a, a very different perspective than perhaps what, uh, what others might. Uh, since then, in, you know, the last 15 years, um, I'm now married to a Hispanic woman, and so we have kids together. And, you know, part of writing this book, I wanted both my nieces and nephews who are black and my, my kids who are of mixed race, I, I wanted them to understand the, the, the different perspectives that are out there and to have something to talk about when they will be faced with uh, some of these issues as they get up into the workforce, as, as, as they get out into the world. And um, it's, uh, you know, basically, and again, it, it, it comes down to people have, having respect for each other. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we may not agree uh, politically. Uh, we, we may have differences on, uh, you know, how we see the best path going forward, particularly in these type of social issues. Um, but we've got to get to the point where we start talking to each other again. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and again, that's part of the issue with the overt political correctness is that there isn't the opportunity for discussion. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the conversation just gets shut down from mm -hmm. the bat. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, you know, some of the things you used to do to encourage um, breaking down barriers, like you're right, back, backyard barbecues um, or even going to church or whatever it is. And sports at, at once upon a time was like the, the main sharing common ground where, say, you know, a, a, a white person, a black person or, say, a Chinese person hits back, like, say, they, they, they all like the, um, the L.A. Rams or something or the same ones, like one person likes Rams, one person likes the Packers, one person likes the 49ers, one person likes um, Tampa Bay. They may disagree, but they love football. It's almost like what happened to that these days, especially in sports or anything like very minute in terms of common ground, even pizza. 
Right. Well, hopefully they don't like the Rams, right? <laughs> <laughs> then again, SoFi Stadium holds what, like 80, 90,000 or something? It's like, you can put anybody in there. It's like, it doesn't have to be like one race. It can be like everybody. That's like one melting pot right there. Even the Rams are, you know, have like just about everybody on board. That's a good example. Right. And, you know, that you've made a great point that, uh, you know, sports were such a, uh, a way to bring people of different backgrounds together. You know, you you go to, a, you know, a bar and watch a game and you start talking with the people next to you and it's a chance to, you know, meet people of different backgrounds and so on. But, you know, when they started to make uh, sports political, uh, more so than before, mm-hmm. uh, th- that that was a real dividing point. And I, I know a lot of people who have, you know, completely stopped, you know, watching the NFL and so on because it used it used to be an escape from uh, everyday life, from the you know political side of the world, and and now it, it's become so political, it's uh, makes it more difficult for some people to watch. Mm-hmm. And especially with the Black Lives Matter movement when it comes to um, basketball and also, you know, football, baseball and, 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 and everything else. And it seems like it's getting more divisive than ever. And um, I, I guess the question is, is that, you know, how, how, how do we what's the first step to take to, to stop the, um, the the racism and uh, coming together? What 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 do you suggest is like the first step to take, even if it's like really tiny, like baby steps? Yeah, I think it's we, we have to get away from the extremes. So uh, we have to reject the ideas that are uh, divisive and things like, you know, the, the, the teaching of the 1619 Project, which is completely any, you know, decent historian will tell you it's it's nonsense, um, you know, we, we need to stop with those type of extreme ideas that are uh, dividing people. And th- there are ways to have, you know, to look at other people, you know, in the same shoes, in the same light as, as you, and find commonality. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I talk with some people who I disagree with on these type of issues, I try to find the areas where we do have some agreement, and that's really a good way to kind of get that that ball rolling. But I think it it is going to take all of us, in a sense, to be talking to each other more, you know, having these type of discussions. And I would also encourage people to, uh, you know, all politics is local. This these type of concepts are seeping into our schools. They're seeping into um, our our city, you know, the city charters and so on. And of course, we should find ways together for uh, for the group for different races and groups. Um, to make sure that there is equality, to make sure that you know there is a fair playing field, um, but there is a right path and a, and a path that is too divisive. And I would argue that 
what we are doing now with the woke type of ideology is making things a lot worse. It's making us a lot more divided, more angry, uh, you know, less trusting of each other. You know, people walk on eggshells at work often. Um, it's it's simply making making the situation much, much worse. Mm -hmm. And, of course, about the book, Uncorrected as well, too. A good man struggles against political correctness amok as well, too. It involves, um, you know, you know, the hero of being forced to navigate a minefield, both highway political correctness and dark underbelly of diverse national politics. And maybe just um, a bit about it's like, how do you manage this? And, uh, and, and of course, how do you escape a little bit more about the book you can uh, talk about as well? Yeah, so, um, you know, Basically, the, the the young filmmaker is trying to make a controversial film in in, in Hollywood, and uh, you know, the more he goes, there there is the woke crowd telling him, oh no, you you need to make these concessions, and of course he's a good decent person, kind of think of uh, a young Ryan Reynolds type of guy, a nice likable uh, regular guy. And, uh, you know, so he makes concessions, but he gets in the battle of uh, virtue signaling one-upsmanship, where the people around him, the powers that be in his film, uh, you know, ask him to jump through bigger and bigger hoops to show how more enlightened they are than the other. Um, and uh, so pretty soon he says, okay, he, he kind of gives up. He, he starts to go the other path and goes a little more extreme and says, okay, I'll tell you what. He starts to have, uh, pretty soon you see Asian Nazis on, on the film set. Oh, my gosh. Uh, then, uh, you know, later on down the line, uh, I, he, he ends up with the, uh, the, the Hitler character played by a Puerto Rican transgender person. Oh, my gosh. So he... <clears throat> He goes over the top. He says, you know, enough, but the, the joke is on him because it, it backfires. The, the woke crowd says, oh, it's so avant-garde. It's wonderful. It's almost like uh, the uh, Mel Brooks is the producers where. Oh, yes, Mel Brooks. That, that makes you think of it. The producers, they, they manage it. And the one movie I was thinking of was Blazing Saddles. And, of course, you try to do that today. You'd be banned from Hollywood, and uh, Mel Brooks would be banned from Hollywood right there. Right, and and you know, of course, that film makes fun of uh, of a racist society, and essentially condemns it by talking about, uh, you know, by by making fun of that situation. And you cannot; it's extremely difficult to find Blazing Saddles anymore. There are a lot of films. Uh, a lot of shows that you used to see come through on television once in a while. Uh, good luck finding a lot of those. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like forget it, Netflix. Forget it, YouTube. Forget it, Hulu. You know, that sort of deal. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, of course, I was thinking about with, um, what, what was it, Mel Brooks' um, Blazing Saddles. It's like, you know, they had some... Uh, people depicting uh, Nazi characters, and I was talking to some people about that, and they said they actually made fun of the Nazis because uh, the way they execute things was just completely backwards or half-assed, 
where it's like they had the intention, but it was the opposite effect. It was like, they, you know, technically, in the end, they were not very smart people. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, there's there's a bit of that. And I know we've, we've talked in, you know, terms of very serious subject, but the book is meant to be uh, a lighthearted jab at uh, some of the, the, the craziness in our society now. And uh, it's... Um, you know, there is a, a an element that gets into more of the serious issues. Of course, uh, like I mentioned, the uh, the events of the last six months. Uh, you know, as far as there's a group called uh, Black Lives Together or BLT for short. Um, they, you know, and I could imagine half of your listening audience when when they hear uh, a criticism of, you know, Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, that, you know, you could just imagine people's, you know, bottoms puckering up and, you know, <laughs> giant collective hissing noise. Uh-huh. Uh, from that. But, uh, you know, it's, it is okay to talk about this stuff and, and have a little bit of, of fun with it. Um, you know, of course... You know, we should. The bottom line is, we should be as you know respectful to each other as possible. But you know, comedy is about poking fun at ourselves, mm-hmm. and we should be able to laugh about these things. And you know, a lot of comedians uh, like Jerry Seinfeld and others have said they won't do uh, college campuses anymore because the, it, the people just don't know how to how to laugh at themselves. It- Exactly, yeah. And, of course, another example I could think of is Monty Python's Flying Circus. They literally laugh at themselves and laugh at everything. They poke fun at everything and even poke fun at themselves. I mean, it's just along those same lines. And another thing at Blazing Saddles, if you tried Monty Python today, that would have been bashed uh, off the face of the earth also. Yeah, it's it's really shocking the amount of, uh, of, of shows in our past that we would consider, uh, you know, coming from the sort of classic classical liberal liberalism you know uh bill maher is one who have who's come out uh very strongly against some of you know things like the 1619 project and and you know the overt uh wokeness concept and you know he's somebody i would consider a classical liberal who said, okay, we we may disagree on these ideas, but I will fight for your right to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that again, that's that's a key element is the that ability for us to talk about. It. Of course, it's you know people have to be a bit careful, particularly in the workplace, on these topics. Be, you know, people are losing their jobs. There are people who um, you know, have some very serious consequences for uh, even very benign uh, comments in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and of course, we'll um, we'll talk a little bit more about the book uh, Uncorrected and what's coming up for um, Justin as well 
as well. And, of course, a few more things. You listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international war-winning author Mia Motion Zia of the book Missing Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with author Justin of Uncorrected, after this timeout. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshazia, he is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Mike from The Mike Widener Show. The Mike Widener Show can be heard on over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple, and more. Coming soon to Podbeam, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and TuneIn, where The Mike Widener Show interviews great guests, cool conversation, lots of laughs, coffee, and more. Take The Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device, subscribe to The Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel, and follow The Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers. And if there's one thing you can count on in these unpredictable times, it's that you're in good hands getting some great radio, courtesy of The Mike Wagner Show. We are back with author Justin Is of Uncorrected, a good man struggled against political correctness run amok here on the Mike Wagner Show, growing up in suburban middle-class California neighborhood and, of course, receiving a bachelor's degree and meeting his uh, wonderful wife at work and a diverse family. We talked about some of the issues as well, too, um, you know, along the realm. And, um, you know, also another thing that uh, I was going to bring up, and um, it's about sharing common ground. And um, what are some examples of uh, sharing common ground, another way to uh, break up the racism? Well, you know, people may uh, have different thoughts on uh you know, how society should, uh, you know, go forward as far as equality in the races and so on. Um, you know, a lot of people believe that there should be, uh, you know, reparations, restitution and so on. And, and a lot of those type of topics start to get people in, you know, coming from uh, su- such a, a far stretch from the other person, but there there are always ways to to find an area where there is some agreement. You know, you can you know if you find a way to kind of soften it down, and um, and maybe something like uh, the schools where you know you, you search for more opportunities for 
um, disadvantaged folks. Um, there's a, a part in the book about uh, a political uh, candidate who basically says, you know, let's let's focus on a, an area where we can all agree of helping the working poor. And if there are more people of a dif disadvantaged race or group, then essentially you, you are helping that group at a higher proportional rate. Hmm. So, uh, you know, there, there are always ways to find areas where you can agree. And, you know, once, once that agreement starts, then often there's a more openness to, you know, consider real solutions going forward rather than someone's entrenched position, which may be outside the mainstream. Hmm. That's a very interesting point you talked about. I was going to mention something about, um, you know, sharing a common ground, like your favorite pizza, what you like on your pizza and everything else. But uh, I think that really takes it to a whole new level, which is great. You know, how can we help these uh, disadvantaged people? Or how can we help this disadvantaged group and that disadvantaged? I mean, who, who, who would have thought of it? Yeah, yeah, and you know, like you said, even even something as as simple as uh, you know something you can you can bond over, if the discussion is getting a little uh, heated or or divisive, you could always find a way to you know to shift it into uh, you know talk of how the the Rams are doing or you know, your favorite pizza toppings and so on and kind of bring it back to a level where people are uh, are uh, taking, you know, taking a step uh, forward instead of a step back. Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, speaking about the Rams and pizza and everything else, maybe just a little example as well, too. And um, what, what do you typically like on your pizza, especially when you watch the Rams or uh, whoever you root for? Well, for me, I, I like a combination. So I guess that's my diverse background. Of uh, I like a little bit of everything. Oh, really? Like like what? Uh, I like sausage, pepperoni, green pepper, and onion, and drizzle a little barbecue sauce. I like that. Oh, you you put barbecue sauce in? Interesting. Yeah, okay. and, and of course there's chicken pizza, there's Hawaiian pizza, and yes, you can put pineapple in your pizza. You got vegetarian pizza, and you got. Um, all meat lovers pizza, some just prefer all cheese, four cheese, seven cheese, 12 cheese, whatever. It's like all kinds of pizzas out there and um, maybe just a few um, common toppings. And then um, you've got your uh, common ground along with um, watching whoever's on TV. If it's the Rams or um, anybody else or the um, Super Bowl, like, like say with uh, Tampa Bay being Kansas City. Right. Well, after uh, last night's game... Um... I think I'm going to need a few more slices of pizza. <laughs> you can have some of mine if that makes it feel better. So. Right. <laughs> uh, I am so hungry for it right now. Of course, you know, love to talk more as well, too. We're here with our author, Justin Nissa of Uncorrected, A Good Man Struggled in Political Correctness, run amok on the Mike Wagner Show. And just a few more things, Justin. It's been great talking to you and love to have back on in 2021 and beyond. And um, what can we expect from you in 2021 um, heading into uh, next year and afterwards? Well, I'm going to be, uh, you know, speaking a bit on the book and uh, talking to with people about these issues. Uh, one thing that's up next is I'm starting a book on our 
changing language and how that is affecting our culture. Oh, really? And, and how and how and how is um, language affecting the culture? Do you think um, we've gotten smarter with um, language with new words, or have we gotten like um, gone a step lower, like with um, the the classic terms, like say coming from Latin, Greek, or anything like that, like words we used uh, back in the day, fifties, sixties, and seventies, which is not relevant today? I think it's interesting. Right. Well, I, you know, a lot of the words I've noticed even uh, even these days are. Are, are a bit outmoded, uh, but you know, it's it. A lot of it is tied to how we have softened uh, terminology. Uh, this may not be the best example, but I'll throw out uh, illegal alien. Uh, illegal alien has shifted from, you know, from that to, uh, you know, it, then it was uh, illegal immigrant. And then it went to undocumented worker, and you know, as we kind of soften, uh, particularly with politically uh, associated topics, uh, the the meaning gets a little bit softer and softer each time, and the how it affects people, how people think of the term changes as well. So I thought that would be uh, an interesting uh, topic to explore of, of how far our language has actually shifted in just the last 15 years or so. Hmm. And that's very interesting. And uh, we'll talk more about that when the book comes out. And uh, who do you consider biggest influence in career, Justin? I'm sorry, my biggest influence in my career? Your career or... Yes, it can be your book writing, it can be workplace, it can be in general. Who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Well, when it comes to this book, you know, someone who really influences me is is Martin Luther King because he was someone who did it the right way. Uh, you know, he stood up against injustice and he very peacefully found a path. He united people. Um, there were folks from all different paths who, uh, who joined his cause. And it wasn't a matter of uh, changing other people from the outside or forcing certain beliefs onto others it was more of bringing people from within and you know changing hearts and minds and that approach to me is something I've tried to keep in mind in my life and something that I kept in mind in, in writing the book mm -hmm. and that's very fascinating as well Justin and what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point well, the, the best advice I would say is, uh, you know, don't feel that you can't talk about these topics. We, we do need to talk about it. Um, of course, try to be respectful of others. But uh, particularly for parents, you know, if you are concerned about the direction of uh, some of these 
uh, critical race theory type of concepts getting into the schools. Uh, you know, talk to your schools, talk to talk to other parents, try to get involved. And of course, as we said, uh, you know, complaining on it on social media for 10 seconds might make you feel better, but it's it's not going to solve the problem. We're all going to have to. Uh, roll up our sleeves a little bit and get involved. Mm -hmm. And that's very important as well. Once again, author Justin Iss of Uncorrected, a good man's struggle against political correctness, run a mock on the Mike Weiner Show. Justin, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Do us a favor, keep us up to date. Love you back on in 2021 and beyond. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects, what's your website, how do people contact you, where can people purchase or check out your book? Well, you could see my book at justinist.com. That's J-U-S-T-N-I-S-T.com. You could also find the book on Amazon and Kindle. And just look up Uncorrected. That's with a hyphen, un-corrected. Uh, Good Man's Struggle Against Political Correctness Run Amok. And, uh, again, the website, justinist.com, and look forward to talking to you again. I appreciate you having me. Sounds great. Once again, Justin, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely great. Looking forward to having you again soon. Do us a favor. Keep us up to date. Love you back on 2021 and beyond. And don't forget to keep in touch and uh, share more common ground over watching the Rams and maybe a little pizza and uh, something else. Sounds great. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. My name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real-life relationship. It's just, it's well-written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm going to highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Sonic Web Studios specializes in custom web design, app development, social networking, search engine optimization, domain registration, email marketing, online stores, and more. Since our birth, we have been designing and developing immaculate websites and providing web solutions which are a cut above the rest. As a leading web designing enterprise, we have a team of extremely talented web designers Designers who are well-focused and have the experience of working on multiple web-developing platforms such as PHP, Magento, Custom WordPress, and more. Sonic Web Studios has been helping businesses of all kinds, whether big, small, established, or startup, impress their audiences with exemplary web solutions. We don't just create beautiful and functional websites. We give you a complete online solution with the main goal of enhancing your yearly revenues. We aim to give your business the online exposure and brand acknowledgement that will help you in achieving and increased conversions leading to profitable sales. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Thanks for listening to the Mike Wagner Show powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. 
Mike Wagner Show can be heard on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Anchor FM, Radio Public, and themikewagnershow.com. Please support our program with your donations at themikewagnershow.com. Join us again next time for another great episode of The Mike Wagner Show.